0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Standards podcast. I'm your host, Derek Lauder here. Today is episode three. Thank you guys all for tuning in. If you're not subscribed already, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Also, follow us on social. You can check us out on Instagram at Elevate Your Standards. And last but not least, share this with somebody you know who needs these messages. Once you give them this podcast, you've done your responsibility. The ball's in their court. And you don't know, maybe five years down the line, something they hear may be the catalyst that changes their life. So go ahead and send this to someone who needs to hear it. That's the best way to get the show out there for us to grow and for you to help elevate other people's standards as well. Now, today is episode three. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about reacting versus observing. This is a topic that is extremely relevant to almost everybody's life because we all deal with situations. Where we're faced with the opportunity to either react or to take a step back and observe and this comes in our relationships This comes in our personal life. This definitely comes in our career and our professional life And also right now with this pandemic going on It's scaring the shit out of people and it's highly relevant to that scenario as well So first I want to talk about the difference between reacting and observing You know why you would choose to do one over the other the scenarios you choose to do them in and how it can affect you and your relationships now, there is a time for reacting in life. You know, reacting comes quick. And for certain physical situations or when time is of the essence, quick reactions can be valued very highly in people and can be a superpower if used the right way. You know, reaction time is something that we don't control. All right, reaction time is an ability. You can develop it. Uh, some people think you can, but. When it comes to reaction time, that's something that we are not able to just decide, okay, I'm gonna elevate my standards of my reaction time, all right? But I want you to think not so much about your physical reaction time of something coming out your face. Think about what happens when somebody says something to you that sets you off. How fast do you react to that, okay? That is your emotional reaction time, and we can all work on improving our emotional reaction time, creating a gap between when we're set off and when we react. And in that gap, we can observe and decide the best way to move forward. Now, if your reaction, emotional reaction time is super low, all right, so somebody says something to you, maybe it's a partner, maybe it's a friend that sets you off and makes you angry, and you immediately throw up defenses and come back at them with whether it be a mean comment, whether it be an angry comment, whether it be out of that you're hurt Whatever it is, you're not thinking about the best way to go through and respond to that scenario. You are instead just reacting. All right. Your emotional reaction time is too fast. All right. You're probably not used to hearing that your reaction time is too fast. Your emotional reaction time is too fast. It needs to slow down. When somebody says something that upsets you, you should be able to feel the emotion coming over you, take a step back, observe that emotion and decide the best way to move forward. Now, this sounds like a very higher way of thinking, you know, taking the high road. You're not always going to take the high road once you observe the scenarios. You may take a second to say, okay, here's the ways I can react and here's the way I need to react and it may not be the high road. An example of that is let's say that there's a kid getting bullied. All right, a kid getting bullied, he may, his emotional reaction, who knows? with their emotional reaction time, if it's fast, who knows what the reaction that creates is. It's different for each person, all right? For one kid, it may be that they want to fight back right away. For another kid, it may be that they want to run away. For another kid, it may be they want to go grab the nearest adult. For another kid, it may be they want to go get their friends and, you know, come back on this bully. Whatever it is, okay? Everyone's going to have a different reaction. If everybody just reacted right away to their first thought, it would be a mad world, and that's how a lot of people live. That's why all these you know, events happen that 10 minutes later people regret, and they completely change people's lives. But if you had a kid who was smart enough to take a step back, say, okay, I'm not going to react. I'm going to observe. What is happening right now? This kid's bullying me. What is it making me feel? It's making me feel angry, all right? I am angry because I do not want to be bullied. It's making me sad. Okay, what's the best way to move forward? Maybe his alternatives are... Okay, I can tell my parents, they go to the school, it goes through like that, but then what if the bully, you know, doesn't, doesn't listen? What if that just makes me look weak? Maybe his other alternative is I need to confront this bully with my words, or maybe the other alternative is I should attack this bully. Whatever. Let's say that he chooses to confront the bully with the words. He chooses to come back and confront the bully and say, Hey, I'm not going to be picked on anymore. I'm not going to be this little guy that you can come up to and say whatever you want and pick on and push anymore. I'm taking a stand for myself. Now, he reacted, but he took time to react. He didn't take the complete, what people would consider the high road and go home and tell your parents and stay out of it. He also didn't take the extreme physical, emotional reaction of attacking the bully. No, he took some time. He observed the emotions that were coming over him. He delayed his emotional reaction time. It was not fast, it was slow. And he was able to take results in action that he didn't regret later on. Now, that's the big point of observing versus reacting that people don't get, you know, people always want to put the emphasis on the action you take for the good it does in the world, right? So we could say, you know, if you delay your emotional reaction time, if you're able to observe the emotions that come, you're going to make the best possible decision for everyone involved. I don't care about making the best possible decision for everyone involved. I care about making a decision that you won't regret. And there's a big difference between those two if your choice is to attack the scenario head on and go aggressive, that's fine. But I don't want you to regret that because you made it too fast. At the same same point, if your choice is to take this scenario and approach it with no aggression at all, just let it go, walk away, that's fine too. But don't do that before you've had the chance to completely decide what you're going to be satisfied with as your response. You know, this took me so long to learn. This is a lesson that I wish I could have taught myself when I was a kid so bad and I wish I could have listened because I can't tell you how many times throughout my life I've reacted and reacted bad, you know, and it may not seem for for most people like it's a life-changing event, you know, reacting a small bad reaction and it's not a life-changing event, but I've spent a lot of time regretting how I reacted, thinking about, oh, if I would have just waited a couple more minutes, a couple more hours, a couple more days, I would have made a better decision. And that's tough because you can't get decisions back. You can get thoughts back. You can get plans you write out back. You, things you can't get back are time and decisions. And if you decide to take a course of action that you later end up regretting, it it's tough. And especially if it's a big action that has repercussions for other people in your life and your relationships, it's really hard. And it's worth it just to take a little bit of time and observe your emotions. So the first step I would say for people who want to delay their emotional reaction time, which I think is something that we should all aim to be doing to raise our standards in and elevate our standards and how we react to emotions and scenarios. The first step is going to be to recognize when you're triggered. Okay, so this happens multiple times throughout a day for most people, little triggers that they're able to brush off. But don't just brush them off. Recognize what triggers you. You know, for me, a lot of it was irritation and someone would say something to me and I'd get irritated. And instead of reacting, I'd start to think about why did that irritate me? Did that irritate me because of something that's inside of me that I don't want to hear? Did that irritate me because they were trying to irritate me? You know, there's a big difference between the two. This is happens a lot of people in their relationship with their partners. You know, it's important to think about intent your partner may have said something, you know, let's say your wife comes and she says something to you and it just, for some reason, whatever it is, it irritates the shit out of you. Okay. Maybe you feel like she doesn't see your point of view, whatever it is, you get upset. You have two choices. All right. You can either react or you can observe. And when you observe, you're able to say, why did that get me upset? And I swear, if you start doing this nine times out of 10, you realize. Okay, she didn't come in here with the intention to get me upset. She didn't think about that at all. She was making a statement, and because of I'm irritated with work, because of my frame of mind, I have this to do. I didn't think she heard me here. I reacted in a bad way, and I got irritated. Now, if you never go through that process, you may snap. You may go, you know, blah blah blah. You guys get in a fight. You yell. And who knows how long that rabbit hole goes, you know, who knows how long you guys are mad at each other because of this fight, all because you couldn't just take a step back and observe where your emotions come from. Now, when we're talking about elevating our standards in life as people, as uh, partners, you know, as thinkers and as beings, a lot of it comes from not reacting. It really does. A lot of it comes from taking one step back and not reacting to the things that happen and upset observing and figuring out the best plan of action to take moving forward. Now, one thing that I want to talk about is learning to ask different questions once you get triggered, all right? So right now when you get triggered, you're probably asking the questions, why did this happen to me? Why did they do that? You know, maybe not even asking questions at all. Maybe you're just so triggered, you're seeing red, all right? Learn to ask better questions. Questions like, why do I feel like it? Is it valid to feel like this based on what they said? Am I having an overreaction? Am I having an underreaction? Is there something that needs to be addressed, an underlying issue between me and the other party so that this doesn't happen again? These are all elevated lines of thinking and you never get there if you're just sitting there reacting. Now, last thing I want to leave you guys with is you want to delay your emotional reaction time. We should all look to push back our emotional reaction time until we can observe and make a decision. With that being said, don't take this as a message not to act. Okay, when action is called for, you need to act at the moment. And when you're in a physical situation where reaction is called for to protect yourself, protect your family or whatever it is, you need to react immediately. Being able to see the difference between scenarios that you should react to and scenarios you shouldn't react to is the key to this whole skill. The skill isn't becoming a passive monk who never reacts to anything in life. The key is realizing what stuff's worth it and what stuff isn't because it's not so much the reaction to the stuff that isn't worth it that's the problem, right? So something comes up, an issue at work, something small, you react and it's over. That's not the problem. The problem is the residual effects. Maybe the person you reacted on now has an altered view of you. They're not going to come to you about a different problem and down the road, that leads to that problem not being addressed. It grows, becomes a huge problem. And it blows up in everyone's face all because they no longer feel comfortable to come to you because you reacted too fast over a little problem, okay? So take the time to think about not only how your reaction is going to affect the current scenario, but how it's going to affect the rest of the way the future scenarios that relate to this play out. How is it going to affect your relationships? Is it going to make somebody more hesitant to come to me about problems or with issues if they know I'm going to react On the flip side, if someone knows they can come to me with any problem and I'm going to take the time to logically look at it, how much more willing are people going to be to bring things to my attention that I really need to see that they may have hid if they didn't know that my emotional intelligence was this high, okay? So my message to you guys for the day, if you're out here listening to this podcast, this is a message you can implement in a lesson right away. Start to be mindful, start to be aware, start to observe What triggers you throughout the day? When are you reacting? When are you thinking? When are you making decisions you regret? This goes back to the journal we talked about last episode. Everyone should be keeping a journal. In your journal, you're going to start to notice that you write down your triggers because they're on your head, okay? So you're saying, today this got me upset. Today this got me upset. Eventually, you can look at those and go, oh, hey, guess what? The last four times I've been upset, every single time, it's because this person is talking about how I'm not working hard enough okay, maybe next time they say that I'm not going to get upset. What am I going to do to observe and take the higher road? Maybe I have a a automated response. I'm going to say, I'm going to feel better and move on. All right. So I just want to give you guys a message, leave you with this. Please do everything you can to elevate your standards with your emotional intelligence, elevate your standards for your emotional response time by pushing it back as far as you can. Do not respond emotionally to situations until you're able to look at all the sides of it be able to observe your feelings analyze them and decide the best way of action going forward thanks for listening guys really appreciate you tuning in episode three of the elevate your standards podcast give us a follow on instagram at elevate your standards you can check me out derek lauder at Dereklauder.com, also on twitter again guys we'll be coming back next week we're staying consistent with the podcast just as we're asking you to stay consistent in elevating your standards thanks again guys have a good one